0: You are both milfs. Stop it. Stop it with the milfs. You are milfs. This isn't a thing. You're a milf. You are literally a milf. You've got them bibber gold mummy milkers.
1: Oh, you disturbed me.
0: Yeah. You are a milf. Sophie you K is a milf. You disturbed me. No, Sophie K is not a milf. I'm... Let's die!
1: Welcome to On Wednesdays. We wear black. I'm sat here with Alex and Yasmin. Woo 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 woo. You didn't even say your
0: name, but woo! woo, woo, woo. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm Sophie K. Here with Alex and Yasmin. Woo 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 woo. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. just the random voice inside your head. <laughs> inside my head, where you can always find me. My yeah. And speaking of depressing things, today's <laughs>
1: episode. <laughs> right. So today's episode is about. Social media. Um, (laughs) Social media. It was really interesting. So what we did, um, we wanted to do a topic uh, discussion on social media. So we put a post up on social media (laughs) to see (laughs) how your experiences were. And there's been a lot of mixed reviews. And I actually haven't heard Yasmin's input yet. Um, But what I can tell you is this quite a consensus with my? Because it's, it's it'll be interesting from the three of us because you've got Yasmin who's the Gen Z, me who's the older millennial, and Alex who's kind of like the the middle kid that everyone forgets about because you're kind of in the middle. God, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: no, you know, wow! I know I, I sat to today. No, wait. You, what, where's your
1: place in the family? You know, because millennial, you don't really fit I into millennials. Got one clearly. <laughs> Alex, you where's fully... your place? You don't fit in.
0: What are you no, even you here for? you know what I'm saying. Do you want to fucking leave the Zoom call right now? I mean,
1: <laughs> when you you're because you're a younger millennial, you don't fully identify with older millennials, but then you don't fully identify with Gen Zs as well, so it's a hard position. I just have no
2: friends, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's it.
2: <laughs> oh, Sophie, it's
0: not your day today, is it, mate? <laughs>
1: Fuck. Um, anyway, so it'll be interesting to see what different people think and whether there's a consensus between different ages as well. One of the things we should probably talk about is when we first start getting into social. Because obviously, Yasmin, you being an influencer, I know for me... Don't call me that. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. Influencer. <laughs> I'm a um,
0: social media content creator. Thank you. A social media,
1: a, a social media content creator.
0: yeah influencer is worse you might as well just call me a slur like who the fuck wants to be no offense like the word influencer because of the media has been made into a really bad thing you know i don't want to be grouped in the same category as people who sell diet teas so i'm a social media content creator i mean that sounds a little bit wanky Uh, yeah fuck you (laughs) um i can do whatever the fuck i want mom okay Leave me alone. It's a real job. Um, okay,
1: social media content creator. Um, so <laughs> I know for me, like I I got into it when probably with MySpace is when I first started getting into social. But I'm. It'll be interesting to hear Alex's point be- of view because Yasmin, you grew up social fully on it. Yeah, I like, grew I- up knowing what it's like to not have it. MySpace wasn't something you had on your phone.
2: Oh no. So I had. Well, yeah, so I remember when everyone was creating MySpaces and it was just like a a thing. And I think I must have been like, I want to say about 10 or 11. But Mm. then there was still a massive thing like, oh, social media is bad, blah, blah, blah. And my mum was like, no, you're not putting pictures of your face over the internet, I'm not having it. (laughs) So then I created a Pixo account, but I wasn't allowed to put my face on my Pixo account. I was just allowed to put cartoon pictures on there so i had like a pixel account for ages and i wasn't really into the myspace thing but as soon as i was allowed a myspace oh my god i was like a blogger i had like my camera i was like putting it up on a tripod everything i was
1: So how old were you when that started about 14
2: 13 14 maybe okay Okay.
0: so So you know what it's
1: like as well to well semi because like I, i to semi grow up I was probably more like eighteen when I started being on social. So I was like a woman, essentially. I was late to the party,
2: though. Everyone, all of my friends had it, but my parents were like, "No, you're not. You're not having that." So I was. They were quite strict with that social media stuff, which I kind of like that now. I hated them for it. I used to like try and make secret profiles and like learn to upload like pictures of my face and stuff. Um, but yeah, like I wish I had more of. A social media free time in my youth yeah, it's
1: it's a good thing you actually know I... what fresh air feels like yeah Yasmine i had it when now. i
0: was nine so i started using <gasps> youtube when i was eight i think i started using youtube i started going on twitter and facebook when i was eight behind my mom's back because my mom was oh, like don't go God. on those apps they're
1: terrible pedophiles are gonna eat you um but by the way f- i just discovered that porn is a thing on twitter Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, the best I kind report- of porn's on Twitter. What the fuck? Yeah, like, I, really no, I reported so much. Like Don't people... report porn on. Oh, good. Whoa, world. Not no, no, porn. no, wait, 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 wait. I remember once a guy kept messaging me um, and okay. then he sent me a picture of a rampant rabbit up his bumhole. hole. So, and so- this is Oh, that's different. so, so that I, I sexual harassment. Him. I reported him cuz I don't want to see sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah, but and then so you're saying that you were on there from 9 and there is that level of porn? On there.
0: yeah it was worse back in the day so i remember is um, it? I was was a... I? <laughs> yeah oh my god i remember this is really weird the other day i remember when bitcoin first started and i wanted to buy it but my dad wouldn't let me fucking fool wow I don't know. this is a whole episode this is over this this the episode is it i'm this is fully in, in support of sex workers being able to use social media apps i think like twitter needs better policies for children in general because there's so many paedophiles on these apps like there are open paedophiles on social media they're called maps it's minor attractive person and they can exist on these apps like there's been exposés about twitter and tiktok about how paedophiles like use these apps to groom children it's fucking insane i got groomed on club penguin and on moshy monsters I don't know what Mushy Monsters is. Oh my god, I get know. out. Get out. You didn't live. You didn't live to you went on Monsters. It probably
2: didn't exist. It probably did when I wanted to go on Mushy fucking Monsters,
0: whatever you just It was amazing. Said. It was amazing. But yeah, I had social media when I was nine. And when I had it, it was back in the good old days of the internet when nothing was censored. So like, you could go on YouTube and see a hamster getting killed. You could go on Facebook. Two
2: girls, one cup.
0: Two girls, None of the pre-steerers. Two yeah there was um a lot of beheading videos i used to go um, and try and get on the dark web and like find out about drugs and stuff i was a bit of a weird kid um and i loved all that stuff i thought it was so interesting but being exposed to that scared the living life out of me but it made me grow up a lot quicker so i don't that's i sad. think my exposure to the internet was good and bad but then i also used to watch shane dawson when i was nine and growing I up i was as an obsessed. adult i'm like yeah. he was very problematic to many communities and that ingrained like a It didn't make me racist, but I let a lot of like, oh, this is comedy slide and grew up and realised actually it's not funny to make fun of people for the colour of their skin.
1: Shane Dawson, cough, cough. That's really, do you know what's really sad? Is there's a lot of what you said that was quite sad to me. My life is sad, Sophie. (laughs) A big part of it was the fact that it was Shane Dawson was the thing that you focused on, but you're like, yeah, you can see a hamster getting killed. Yeah, you can see beheadings. And that didn't seem to...
0: No, it's still on Facebook now. Like You can see like beheading videos.
2: So easily as well. I used to make reaction videos when I was like 10 on YouTube to like porn that I didn't even know it was porn. I think I mentioned this in like the first episode like, yeah, two priests and a, a nun, that. and like the, the nun shitting in the guy's mouth or the other way around to like Eel soup, which is when they funneled ills down these people's assholes. And they, I, I didn't even flinch because what? Probably they followed eel, eel soup is where they. Bent these women over eels, 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 as like electric, like electric. Put a funnel into their bum holes and then put the (laughs) eels into their bum. And I had done a reaction video to that when I was like ten or eleven years old and thought it was funny because I was so obviously I was didn't know what that was. That was funny to me. That was normal stuff that used to consume. Yeah, same with Shane Dawson
0: and like smash and Ray William Johnson and there's so many YouTubers I can think of. aniseon that I used to watch when I was ten and I could not comprehend the, like, extent of their racism and bigotry until I got to, like, 15, and I was like, oh, my God, what I used to watch when I was 10 was really offensive and, like, really yeah. bad and probably contributed to why I hated myself as a person of colour.
1: It's weird, because I hear this, and my experience was totally different. Really? Totally different. So I was on MySpace, and I had some friends on MySpace, mainly people that I knew, because people wouldn't... Strangers wouldn't really become friends with me. And um, But then I watched... Videos of interviews of metal bands and of, of cat fails, and of um, I think the most thing evil thing that I used to watch that I now know is evil was the slow loris that was getting tickled. Um, that was literally because if you don't know, the slow loris actually hates it and that's why he puts mm-hmm. his arms up. Um, that was literally my experience. It was quite an innocent, and I wonder, mm-hmm. I'm fucking vanilla Mm-mm. and you're and you're wanting. All it all
2: shoved up my ass no thanks Not yeah that far.
1: but yeah that's that was that was kind of my experience but one of the things that we um we asked you about uh listening right now was about how it affected your mental health over over the time and we've had loads and loads of messages um tom dare who does hellbent for metal podcast so thank you for getting in touch said social because i asked um is it positive or negative for you and Tom said it can be both for me. If I'm in the right frame of mind, I can have a barrel of fun or have interactions with people that generally make me feel better about the world. But if I'm not or stay on it too much, then it can be ruinous. Like alcohol, it's best joyed responsibly. Um, and there was someone else actually who is, um, I believe he's a therapist, um, called Josh Connolly, who also compared it to alcohol use. And yeah. I guess
2: that's interesting. That's
1: I found that really interesting because it's true, if you use it in moderation, it can be nice, but do you think maybe it's replacing actual interactions now? hundred percent. It scares me mm-hmm. to talk to someone. The idea mm. of talk especially over
2: like the pandemic, the idea of actually going to speak with someone or even having a phone call terrifies scares me. I'd much rather send me, them a honestly, DM and have yeah. a conversation in the DMs mm-hmm. because the social anxiety would be through the roof
1: literally people have so many people now say they've got loads of friends and it's like you haven't got loads of friends you've probably only got four or five like the rest of us you've got loads of online acquaintances which is something different um i remember the different phases of social as well i don't know if you guys went through this but facebook i think was probably my favorite platform Mm, out of all of them really i don't know why i connected i connected with facebook it's not my favorite now jesus christ Mm. um i'm not a boomer but um back in the day it used to always go sophie is feel sophie is feeling or something and then you'd complete the sentence oh yeah i remember that yeah and so your status would be like a little bit tired today or whatever <laughs> bullshit you'd end up putting on facebook but it was again a lot more innocent
2: i didn't there wasn't even any have porn that.
1: no porn yeah. on
0: facebook no porn on facebook which is what we like just pirated it- movies but i didn't have that so like i I remember when I got on Facebook, it it got old, like, by that point. That was, really? like, 20, 2014, I got on Facebook. No, 2013, right. I got on Facebook, because so I turned 14. And then I went on to Twitter, and I, uh, Twitter, I went on to Twitter, um, and that was, like, when I first started, because I got onto Twitter in, like, 2012, and that was my first experience, and then I went on to Tumblr, then I went to YouTube, and
1: yeah, like, that was my experience of social media, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube, so maybe mm. let's run through all the platforms and get our opinions on it and then run through some of the comments. Because yeah, because MySpace... we've got hundreds of comments, like hundreds of comments. People feel passionately about this. People mm. feel really strongly about this. Mm. Um, Myspace we've kind of done already in another episode. If you haven't um, checked that out, do go check it out. So let's start with facebook and everyone's kind of relationship I with Facebook. i used
2: to love facebook i thought facebook was a really cool thing i was obsessed with it I used to go on it all the time but i've just found now on this day 10 years ago just my statuses were just so normal I'm gonna watch <laughs> yeah. a film later just to lighten my mood my friend's room has an amazing vibe right nine years ago why can't i get to sleep sad face loads of letters with me in a spongebob t-shirt nine years ago it was just so
0: wholesome do you remember More when awesome. um, do you remember when you used to like have those pictures and it would be like the funny one the random one and people would tag you in it Always is that just i had me? no friends yeah <laughs> so no i don't know yeah people in my high school would tag me as like the weird one or oh, the yeah one. you
1: would like... get the kind of the montage of all the <gasps> yeah people. the grids yeah. Yeah, yeah the grids the grids
0: um facebook was wholesome i think what happened is when the social media apps came all the new people and the young people went to that but all the older people were like still catching up with facebook like they're they've just gone to facebook they're barely coming onto twitter now you know so like that's kind of what it was I find it's the that advert. There's news,
1: for me it was yeah, the adverts yeah. that killed it it was money it was yeah. there being money because then adverts. with adverts comes hackers
2: yeah 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 there's nothing you see anymore now i remember when used to go down Facebook and they used to just be pictures of people's faces of their dogs of where yeah. they are checking in how they're feeling now it's like Instagram as well you every five posts is like an advert and it's the same for Facebook I think even more so
0: it's just so i scrolled and the first thing that's so it's a post an advert a post people you may know a post an advert yeah. uh, an advert uh, a post an advert a post, an advert, a post, a post, a post. Well, have you an watched advert. that that
1: film about? Um, oh hell, which one was it? The Netflix one about um, social media and. Oh
0: my god! Yes, yes. yes. So oh, what was good. it called? This I don't know.
1: It's social something. social dilemma. Boom. Okay, so the film, the social dilemma. I think what they were saying about Facebook is what has ruined Facebook is like. I remember going down, and you'd see, I'd see a a post from someone that i was friends with years ago but i'd added on like my my school friend yeah i accepted their friendship and you'd see that i don't know they've just got a dog or whatever and it'd be like oh cute or they've posted some funny youtube video but now it only shows me the same handful of people and all i get is the fucking dodo because i love watching um dogs getting (laughs) rescued the algorithm, there used to never be an algorithm on no, any of these apps yeah. and it was so
2: good. It was this field of different content, no adverts, no algorithm. Now you just see a shit ton of adverts and the same people that you follow are the big brands that
0: always push
2: sponsorship and whatever... That's all you see. It's not authentic. The
0: same is happening with Twitter now. Like, Twitter's algorithm is so weird. Like, I only get people that I've followed recently. I don't get people that i followed in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And it's I found really that. annoying, and I hate it, and I don't like it. And I miss seeing all the nice people on my feed, and it sucks. It's boring. I just see depressed journalists on my feed. No offence if you follow me and you're a depressed
1: journalist, but man. So, so Facebook we don't like. i tell you what was really good about Facebook, though. And apparently, some people will still use it for this. Is events, um, so like oh, yeah. going not gigs, going. You yeah. could like tag that you were going to go to a gig. You could and and when you went on a night out with friends, it was a great <gasps> way to share oh pictures. The albums. Oh. the albums, the albums used to the create albums was great, and you'd be tagging Jenny's twenty first birthday. What I have you? these. <laughs> I have these in my albums still. Yeah, everything had an album, um, and I think it was really good for that. Um, but what ruined Facebook, as we say. Is uh, I tell you what, the phase one was inspirational quotes.
2: <laughs> Live, laugh, love, babes, you've killed oh my, us all. Do you
1: remember the sunset and then people would pop these quotes? Oh no. And that's when it started. Don't look yeah. behind you. It's yeah, all in your all future. Never look so in the past. That's when people's parents started coming on Facebook and that's when everyone moved over to Karen. Some people went Tumblr, I went Twitter. I was never a Tumblr person, so I don't really know about that much about Tumblr, but um Twitter i feel um do you feel like that's
0: changed i do because the big thing with twitter was stan culture like stan culture was born and bred there so i remember Mm. the early days of fan culture you'd have people like miley cyrus fans justin bieber fans debbie Lovato fans the first favors of the like disney fans ariana grande fans um those kind of people who like shaped it BTS fans were the biggest. I love K-pop, love K-pop. Um, but they've shaped like the culture of Twitter and a lot of like the cutthroat like drama of Twitter has been led by them. Um, it's definitely got a lot more intense. There's a lot more, I don't know. It just feels like you can't tweet anything anymore without someone fucking yelling at you and going, actually, I'm part of this really niche community that you didn't know that is very offended by this because you didn't know about it. How dare you not know about my important thing going on in my world? Fuck you, I hope you die it's made
1: twitter it's made people selfish
0: yeah it's kind of like tumblr because tumblr had that right so like twitter at first was more for like fans right and people didn't fans and like celebrities and like personal journalists and stuff like normal people didn't use it they were still on facebook right so this is like 2012 to 2014. then all the like crazy teenagers went tumblr And that's where the like internet culture of I'm offended by everything and I'm not talking about people who are actually offended by legitimate things. Why would I do that? I'm talking about people who are like, how dare you open the door for me? You are a man opening the door for me. You're a fucking misogynist. I hope you die. Um, People like that were on Tumblr. Then when Tumblr slowly killed itself, they all went to
1: Twitter and TikTok. And that's where we're at now. And I want to die. And it's the worst. I feel like Twitter, the worst thing that happened for Twitter was Trump. I'm not even lying. I feel yes. like um, as soon as yeah. Trump started this, Trump legitimized racism. Mm-hmm. I know it was always there, but it was something you were kind of embarrassed about. And you did it in, in private. Um, and ever since that, YouTube's gone. So, and So now Twitter's so political that all I feel like I see is negativity. Yeah. um all the time so i've kind of started unfollowing a lot of accounts recently um mm. and i just try and get some positivity in there by following random things like um dog accounts yeah kid, yeah
0: twitter's a weird one for me it feels like as someone who has done cocaine, it feels like actual cocaine because it's so whoa, but it's also really like, oh my fucking god, this is awful. Um, like, I really love it because as a journalist it's really great to find out all the current information and, like, everything happens on Twitter. News breaks on Twitter. We, like, I remember watching all the- like, I remember elections and world events by it unfolding on Twitter. I don't remember it unfolding in real time on the news. Like, you would remember 9-11 because it unfolded on the news. I remember the Manchester attack because people People were live tweeting and I remember mm. that I remember people from the event tweeting photos tweeting I'm here this has happened like whenever there's terrorist attacks whenever there's bombings whenever there's like world changes elections I see it all on Twitter and I really love Twitter for that reason but it's become such a negative space where people have become so selfish and only invested in their own self interest that it's just like it's just a pissing contest of who's the most oppressed. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't stand it anymore. Like we're not even getting anywhere. We're literally not and also when Trump sorry, I'm on an actual tirade right now. Go for when it. Trump came to Twitter, he brought all the racists from Facebook.
1: So now Twitter is just turning into Facebook and it sucks. Do you know what I um I say what I had the other day is so you know Danny from um Neck Deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he I love posted. Danny. Um let me know if you're a vegan, why? If you're not a vegan, if you eat meat, why? Yeah. And this just sums it all up. I posted and replied back to him and said I was vegan for four years um, and I had some, I had, it really affected my hormones. It sent them all out of whack to the point that it's, um, I now have to go in and have surgery because it sent it so out of whack that I, my uterus grew fibroids and all sorts. So wow. it really messed me up. Um, I went to see a nutritionist about it. I went and had regular blood tests. And some away. pillock comments and <laughs> goes, did you try B12 or iron? Because you can get <laughs> both of those at the GP. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I've just told you my hormones went out of whack. I don't think I needed to go to Holland and Barrett yeah, and get some fucking B12. Um, I think I'm a little bit more advanced than that when I'm telling you I've got blood uh, blood tests. But everybody on Twitter became an expert at fucking everything. And they everything. try and educate everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I a think- shame
0: though, because when you try and actually speak up about things, it gets overshrouded by the fact that people just think you're trying to be an expert. Like I'll try and be yeah. vocal about issues that actually matter and someone will be like, Oh, you're just being a woke, this or whatever and it fucking sucks because there's people who are just fake woke and it's it's oh my God, there's so much discourse right now. I'll never forget I've been cancelled for everything, and I don't mean legitimately cancelled, I mean cancelled for stupid stuff. Like, recently, and this isn't shade, but I um, I tweeted, like, hey, don't be classist and judge people who are queueing outside of Primark. And someone replied, like, the planet's dying. It's like, okay, but I'm not saying the ethics, that was nothing to do with the ethics of Primark. I'm talking about people who are fucking poor and have to go to Primark, and I stood outside of Primark. In a fucking queue because they can't afford to shop anywhere else. Why the fuck are you judging them? They're poor. It's so normal
2: now just to shit over everyone. I feel like everyone on social media now needs something to be passionate about. And if whatever they see tweeted isn't what they're passionate about, there's a massive riot and we're all just pissing over each other. We're not growing. We're just literally... It's becoming a hate app. But I think that's the same with everything because... People just, it's again, people just feel the it's need to educate activism. each other. It's not, yeah, it's even, not activism. It's, it's not helping. It's not even
0: activism. Like when you actually think sometimes, my friend, shout out to Lilith. She she listens to the podcast, I love her. Um, She's like my wise owl. She said to me, because I was so invested in, at one point, right? So here's the real thing. Twitter sucks you in and you have this mob mentality where you feel like if you don't act like these people and you don't tweet like this, you're not being a good ally. Like there definitely is that. Kind of, not even just being a good ally, being like part of Twitter and being a good, normal person. There's this mob mentality of if you don't join in in this stuff, you're this and you're that and you're a fake this or you're a fake that. Everyone expects you to speak on everything and I got so stressed at one point thinking, oh my god, I'm not speaking up enough. And my friend Lilith was like, but some of this stuff that people are getting offended over, like in the grand scheme of things it's not helping me as a black person it's not helping you as a non-binary person it's not doing anything like people are getting offended over these minor tiny things that in the grand scheme of stuff isn't going to stop us dying on the streets and it fully put everything to into perspective of like why are we discoursing over these tiny little things it never used to be
2: like this though that no one gives a fuck about
0: like it no one ever i do not remember being
2: in school like i you know when your memories come up, it's like 10 years ago on Facebook, I used to say some shit that if I ever put in Out to the World now, I would yeah. get hard cancelled. Like, Same. shut down within 10 seconds. And it comes up and I'm like, as if I had the audacity to put that onto Facebook. Like, it was just mad. And I just think, no one ever... I look at the comments thinking, oh, someone's definitely got to called me out here, because that is unacceptable. And no one has said anything. It was normal speech. And I was like, but now it's maybe like the way that we think and our opinions we have to maybe try and validate them in a way not to get cancelled
0: i just Mm. oh it's exhausting so that's twitter that was such a lengthy discussion that was twitter which says a lot about the app i think thanks
1: guys i have to edit this Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) um youtube that's twitter are we going to class YouTube? Because I wasn't going to class it because you don't have a profile as such. Yeah, I, I think, think is. I think I was going to go mm-hmm. straight over to Instagram. Insta, okay, we? So I was going to go to yeah. Instagram and say, this platform is my arch nemesis. <laughs> I <don't know>. so, <laughs> so much I to say. So I much hate to it. Do you I know hate ugh, interesting? Platform. I fucking hate Instagram. But
0: Instagram is becoming a millennial platform just like Facebook is becoming a boomer platform. Yeah. What about Twitter?
1: I... But Twitter still everyone still loves Twitter.
0: Twitter's like the place for everybody, but Twitter's the place
2: for beef now. Twitter's just like you throw everyone into a pan and just watch them all set alight. That's what Twitter
0: is. But Twitter has always been around since the beginning. Like Twitter was around when Facebook and Instagram were both doing their thing and it always will be. Like I think it's one of the consistent apps. But um I've noticed now cuz a lot of Gen Zs if you go on TikTok they're all saying they're all denouncing Instagram they're like Instagram is dead we don't like Instagram anymore fuck Instagram and it's cuz of influencer culture that killed it like millennial influencer culture of diet diet drinks and poor mental health apps that made
1: the whole app and influencer
0: culture seem really bad I think worth.
1: you're you're um when you're explaining it you are um intellectualizing it Okay go on yeah. dumb it because down Because I honestly think it was just fucking basic idiots who wanted a picture with a pumpkin spice latte. And what I can't handle, right, so you get these people, these influencers, but every fucker wants to be an influencer. I remember when I was in LA once, and I, I met somebody, and I was like hanging out with this other guy from a hostel that I was staying in, and we met this um, girl, and we're chatting, and I was trying to make friends with her because she was just being really rude, she was chewing her gum and looking away. Oh. looking in the opposite direction, right? So I tried to make conversation, go, so... Because I thought, she likes rock, I like rock, I can talk about what I do for a career. And I said, so, so what do you do? And she went, I'm a model. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool, who for? And she was like, I'm an Instagram model. Aww. And I was like, oh my God, you fucking stereotype. And I feel like Instagram, just birthed this vacuous... Vain. Vain group of, of yeah. females who were obsessed with all of... And then I feel like what happened is Gen Z came forward and wanted to rebel. And and as well, younger millennials wanted to rebel against everyone looking skinny, everyone... It's not relatable either I think it was cool
2: Because it was new And it was exciting And it's got to the point now It's like There's nothing to consume From this anymore No It's there's, vacuous Yeah It's boring it's, it's gone It's dead It's They're all the same
1: There's so many of them now
2: that They do the same
1: poses Boring Yeah They have the same face It's just fucking boring Okay you go out You get your free shit And you're just bragging About your free shit And your pumpkin spice latte I am bored Give me something yeah. Give me some mm-hmm. substance do you know what's layers now though on Instagram?
0: Because <laughs> all the people that like that are dying. The new breed of people who dying. are becoming influencer. Well, not dying, but they're dying off. Like they're not relevant anymore, right? They're not. They're not fucking dying. No one's Come like. Really they're not coming, going, going influencer. I was just about to do. I was like, like uh, <sighs>
2: yeah.
0: Um. Oh my god, guys. Fuck me. Oh my god. <laughs> you both need to be put behind bars, because. <laughs> these, that, that genre of, wi- of not women, but that genre of influencers is dying, right? The new yeah. wave of people who are actually influential, like I've noticed people who are being put on platforms now are being put on those platforms because of their ethics, because of what they stand for, because of their message. They, they were influential though back people. in the day. And no they one gave them credit.
1: They were very influential and they'd post these outfits and stuff and you'd look at it and you'd want to buy what they were peddling. No I know but now that that like
0: era is dying off people yeah. want people who've actually got a message like aren't vacuous and don't care about their identity they have like a you know like I care about this human rights thing yay like that's the new breed of actual yeah. influencers I...
2: go on go on
0: go on no, beef I was... with me okay beef
2: with, I was I was just... with you i was <laughs> with beef with you go, go on. on you you, you beef no, you, you beef. beef okay well so Everyone's I saw got beef a you. fuck your problem I, like you know graphs and things and it was the what age group consumes what on Instagram? And Gen Z consume more influencer accounts. They follow more influencer accounts than what oh. they do. Brand accounts. And then obviously millennials... In your is... face,
1: stats. Boo, boo, boo.
2: Shots fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then with millennials, it's Bitches. slightly more brands. And then you've got like Gen, Gen X and I've got the graph here. I can yeah, let you Gen know. X. And boomers. They do not follow hardly any influencers. But the following for influencers have become so much like, more popular that it's they, they now they now follow more influencers than brands and then i think that might be as well why social media has got more toxic because it's like are you following someone selling something or do you think that's a real person I yes think that's what capitalism yes fucking us all off and getting us all so mentally ill over social media is because we we, we we don't know what we're looking at anymore we think it's a person and we're not we're just looking at a walking advertisement that's can i really shoot can,
1: some shots too go on shoot hmm. some shots because i think we're gonna butt heads Because, no, I I agree with Alex, and I'm also going to say, I'm sorry, I think all that social media activism is a pile of absolute bollocks. I think it's vacuous, and I think it's another way to try and get likes. If people cared and thought Black Lives Matter so much, why do people in the UK, why are them not, none of them talking about the black people who have died at the hands of the police in the UK? Why do they all know George Floyd? What, yeah. If you care about black, black, black lives so much, why do you only care about black lives that will get you a hashtag? Yeah. And so, so therefore you're not doing it for activism. You're doing it as another way of saying, I got the latest watch. But it's like, yeah. I'm tweeting about George Floyd and it's the same fucking vacuous shit. It's the same so- shit as the people giving homeless people
2: coffee and recording it and <gasps> putting it on Facebook. Oh. That was a
0: millennial thing, though. That's no, It still thing. happens.
2: Like, is it on TikTok. I went thing. on TikTok once and there was someone giving a homeless person some food. That's the I'm,
1: thing. I'm not coming thing. for Gen Z here. I'm not coming no, for Gen Z. We're not. I'm, oh, actually... I was loaded. I was like, no, no. you know
0: what? If you were to talk about millennials, who started school shootings? <laughs> yeah, I was going to go there. I, uh, I won't go um, there. But wow. that's your thing. Um, <laughs> Okay. That is your thing, though. But it- all
1: I'm saying is I'm not coming for Gen Z. I'm actually coming for people who like to take photos of themselves and post them on social. My view is, you've seen my fucking face. You know what it looks like. How many times do you need to see my fucking face? All right, you like, bitch.
0: Okay, so maybe I do post, like, 40 photos of no, this, this isn't, no, at, this this at, isn't you. at you. This isn't at you, Yasmin. Okay, I'm sexy. This
1: isn't, <laughs> this isn't at you. This is at, like... For me personally, I just hate the fact that we've got to this point in society where your value is based on likes.
0: Yeah, like I've noticed my value in the industry is purely based on my following, which is a bit upsetting. because um, I'm also an amazing journalist, but a lot of it it would be it would be untruthful to say that I've just got good jobs because of my merits. I've got good yeah. jobs because people know me because I'm famous-ish. Um then famous, let me lie because I've got a following. Famous.
1: Um, Whereas I've had the opposite because I haven't worked on my socials in as as hard especially instagram you'll see my instagram i'm shit at updating it um it means it's affected how many jobs i get because people assume that i'm not that popular and not that well known or whatever it's but it's that's mad that's mad because it's i don't bad, it? i don't want to post pictures i'll post pictures yeah. of my puppy but there's only so much
2: I get that. I find it just the pressure, like with my Instagram, like I have yeah. to post two other pictures a week after my show picture because I like them on my profile to all show pictures to be down one side because it looks good and it like when people look at it they understand what I do. But the effort and the stress to try and think of what I'm gonna post and like I hate talking about myself, so it's like what the fuck are these captions gonna be? What like I'm gonna have to put makeup on? I'm gonna have to make some effort. Like it's it's so much upkeep. I just find it exhausting.
0: I'm, I don't know, I'm very love-hate with social media. I like what it's becoming now. Like, a lot of the influences that are being given platforms, kind of like me, honestly, not to blow smoke up my own ass, but people <laughs> who get a platform now aren't just, like, these... No offense, but skinny, white, vacuous models who don't care about anything and are the most horrible people behind closed doors. It's actually nice, genuine people from different, diverse backgrounds who haven't been represented before, speaking about important things and elevating that message to a global level, and that's so important. And that's the nice part. The nice part is there's more voices on social media. There's more people who've been given a platform to speak about issues, and we're having uncomfortable conversations, and it's good.
1: Is this is it just me? Is this, is this me showing my age? I don't want to be educated about social issues. I just want to see people. I don't. I'm like, I live my life. and It's It's become the news. It's like every time you go onto a
2: social media, it's always someone, which is great, spread awareness, don't get me wrong, that's amazing. But I feel like social media used to be a place where you just switch off and you look at people's dogs and you look at people's nights out, go through their folders, and it was quite a lovely time. Now I, like, am glued to my phone because it's such a big part of life now and i'm just consuming all of this negative shit and you don't even know it's when doom people scrolling yeah yeah when people tweet is it news. fake news is it real news is it twisted you yeah. don't know and now i'm scrambled Let's.
0: we did a poll on instagram actually four places <laughs> we did a poll on instagram and uh for the poll i said do you think there's currently enough awareness and understanding towards mental health 12 percent said yes 88 percent said no um, if you had a mental health issue, would you feel confident in finding help and reaching out to a GP or a health service? 66% said no. Uh, 34% said yes. Uh, would you feel confident confining in a family member or a friend? 44% said no and it's 56% said yes, so that's pretty divided. Lockdown has left people feeling alone and isolated. Would you say your mental health worsened in lockdown? 83% of people said yes. Um, Has social media played any part in making you feel worse about your mental health? 67 percent of people said yes and people have given us reasons why so wow. someone said i'm always comparing myself to others especially as a trans girl i'm always comparing myself to trans girls who have been on hrt for years when i haven't even started uh, somebody else said i fell into this trap of thinking my life was shit because of people i followed who were rich handsome in better shape than me i wanted to be them not be me i've changed now comparison someone else said comparison and jealousy of people who haven't had to work on the front line like i have so many people saying, I'm, I'm comparing myself so much, all I see is rich, skinny cis folk. Seeing my friends enjoying stuff, yeah. places reopen when I'm not able to slash see them. This is all the things that people have said have made them feel like shit. Yeah. And Do the sad what, thing yeah. is that Instagram and this kind of stuff, it's only a glimpse into people's lives. That's not You open. have to
2: put the highlights up or you don't get the likes. That's yeah. literally it. Yeah.
1: Well, I had a really interesting one. Um, so I had a couple. Uh, so one person said, I wish I never found Facebook or Instagram. Twitter's always been a safe haven for me, but I feel like lately it's getting as bad as the other socials And my mm. for my mental health. The only reason I still use it is boredom. How fucking sad is that? Um, and Ash said, um, I appreciate social media as it keeps me in the loop of social issues, banned news, as well as the memes and such. But I find it difficult sometimes as well. Whilst I've managed to avoid this side of TikTok and Twitter, I feel like my Instagram explore page is constantly filled with posts that seriously trigger my body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. It feels mm-hmm. like the most commonly pushed posts are all related to edited images, either of bodies or faces, and seeing tiny wastes absolutely everywhere is a struggle. Sometimes in the form of fashion or style posts, sometimes just random videos and pictures. I've debated deleting Instagram so many times. Um I love so much about online, but to me it can be detrimental to my mental health. And it honestly sucks because I don't think people are trying to be harmful with their content. Um, and I think like, I know for me personally, the reason I, so I struggle with body dysmorphia quite badly. Um, and for me going on Instagram, a, it's really hard for me to celebrate myself. I find that really difficult to think that I am enough and that people would want to see it. But secondly, I know for me personally, it's very, very hard seeing so many people especially people who don't look like me and there's I will always find a reason someone doesn't look like me so you can put another mixed race girl in front of me and I'll go yeah but she's a bit lighter skinned or she's got more darker caramel skin and it looks really beautiful on her or she's skinnier I will always find a reason yeah and yeah. and I feel like a lot of people do that on social and it's it's very it's very shit. harmful
2: it's difficult like 5 years ago about 5 or 6 years ago now must have been about, yeah, six years ago, I had an editing app and I used to make my waist so tiny because I had such fucked up body dysmorphia that I used to, that was normal for me. So you used to just squeeze your waist and No one knew.
1: Yeah. Everyone
2: thought I was really skinny and I just saw myself as fat every day. And I look at myself now, like when like normally, back then, like normal photos of me six years ago, I was fine. I was skinnier than I am now. It's like stone lighter than I am now. But in my head... And on Instagram, that's when Instagram become, like, a big, big thing. It was, like, part of my life. I just used to edit, like, the colour of my skin. I used to Mm. cinch myself Mm. in so much to the point where my waist was smaller, like, in more than, like, my shoulders and, like, my head. And I just looked like a lollipop. And I was just, like, the way that that skewed my vision of myself, it took me, like, years to just post a picture and knowing that it's fake and understanding what you're seeing is fake because Mm. I just... I thought it was it was real and ha- I had to make myself look like that. But and yeah, then what's toxic. messed up
1: is someone not even then, even now, someone would look at you and go, "She's so perfect." And then judge themselves while someone else is looking at them going, "They're so perfect." Know, and it's, it's a just a cycle. cycle. Yeah. It's a cycle. It's you a know cycle. What
0: I found interesting from yeah. speaking at Instagram, being on Instagram and doing the poll. Um, I asked people how they unwind and every single person, we got over a hundred responses just on that poll, every yeah. single person said they did something other than social media, like people would read a book or have a bath and it's crazy how you can't even go on an app that's meant to like help you socialise and connect with people. You can't go on there to enjoy yourself, you go on there and it's it makes you feel like shit, like we all feel like this, why do we keep engaging with it? Yeah. I
1: remember <laughs> Facebook being, I remember Facebook being that positive place though. i remember it being a positive place yeah yeah and do you know what scares me is that i know if i go a certain length of time without checking my social media i'll start to jones for my phone what does that mean like i'll be like i'm a drug addict so i'll be sat and i'll be i'll be jonesing i'll be like watching telly and i'll be watching a tv show that i'm really enjoying but for some reason i have to go and check just, just I don't I feel comfortable. comfortable
2: yeah I have to hold my phone on my phone so I'm like where's my phone if I don't have it and I'm just say watching a film I'm like where's my phone I'm like why do I need it it's
0: I weird. have got to this point where because I work so much on my phone because my whole job exists on my phone I love taking time away from my phone like it brings me so much joy like when I'm with my partner. I put my phone upstairs and we sit downstairs and we watch a movie and then I go back upstairs and I'm like, oh my god. I feel so relieved. I haven't seen my phone. This is so great. I wanted like, oh, it feels great. I need that.
2: I need that. Like, I always just have the attachment. Like, even now, like, my phone is just in in my hand. And I'm like, I just feel, I don't know, maybe it's like weird FOMO, but I've been really trying lately, like, even if I'm, I don't know, going out to dinner with my friends, to just turn my phone off and then not actually look at it for a few hours and I then you, you, you the do, do get used that. to it you get used to it like it's weird and then you're like oh my god yeah i can actually have a normal conversation without scrolling through my phone it's actually really nice like, after a certain period yeah. of time like probably 30 45 minutes maybe an hour you're like okay i don't need my phone I made a rule of
0: this. I made a rule of it to, like, always put my phone away when I'm eating because then it'll make me feel good about myself because then I don't have to call my phone and see other people eating and think, oh, my God, they're skinnier than me. I should stop eating. So I made a rule of that. And whenever I'd go on dates with my boyfriend, we wouldn't have our phones at the table. And the first person to pull their phone out had to pay. So that that gave me a lot of incentive not to get my phone out.
1: (laughs) I was rooting uh, for Gen Z because I was hoping... That you that we had created this mess of being on social and I was hoping that Gen Z would be like No We're going back to we're going back to Nokia's. No. <clears throat> we're gonna only go on social, on computers, we're going back to Nokia's, we're banning social, but obviously it's becoming more ingrained. And I don't I'm hoping that a future generation will um, change that. But what was interesting is the post that I did on Twitter, we got um, a couple of band members getting involved. Oh so, um we got a Shrita. Oh my god, Pink Shift, yes. From Pink Queen. Shift Queen. Um and Ashrita was echoing the point of view that Lucas from Holding Absence gave. Um, so Lucas said, If I wasn't in a band that relied on me being publicly active, I would throw my phone in the river. I feel like most musicians would agree. Um, and then Ashreeta said, Echoing the band point of view... I used to use social sparingly but now opening each social is a morning routine and my brain rots but the pandemic has also made socials a necessity. I don't have many other sources of stimulation and start to think too much for my own good when I'm alone. Certain socials like TikTok and Insta stay making me feel shit about myself, my body, my appearance in general but Twitter Mm -hmm. and Tumblr are cool, specifically Tumblr, Tumblr calms me down these days. Now I found that really interesting because obviously we all have to go on socials for work. for work but actually and i don't know if anyone listening will identify with this but i had an awful time when lockdown first so lockdown first happened my mental health was in the bin next thing i know black lives matter kicks up i felt this awful pressure at all times to post about black lives matter everyone who was of color in the scene was posting about it I was too mentally fragile to post about it. I was too angry and too... Every time I started trying to speak about it, I'd start crying. Every time I started to speak about it, I'd start getting angry, so I couldn't do it. So I didn't post about that. But then, on the other hand, what I had was seeing people's houses for the first time. I was all of a sudden either seeing people's houses or people that didn't live in big houses went home to their parents. And I was seeing their parents' houses. And it made me very aware of how... Uh, affluent everybody in my industry is and I'm very working class and poor yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah that really started to affect my mental health and I was seeing people living in London they've got these big houses and I'm like I'm in a fucking studio flat why how is this how is this that you have a whole room to do your recording and I'm doing it in my Look at me. Yeah, my bed is there. We're all in. We're all in bedrooms. Yeah, my bedroom is just also a kitchen. But um, yeah, that really affected me through lockdown. Is seeing how much money people had Sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, it sucks. And you see them with their parents, and they'd be going with these massive gardens, um, telling people, you know, you shouldn't be going outside because of covid the and it's garden like... thing fucked me
2: up like not going outside or yeah. having an outside space that yeah. was the worst
0: yeah for me on social media i think like i have a love hate with social media because it's my job and i love it and i think i can detach in that way where i see it as work so i don't see it as a real thing i'm just like oh this is my job whatever like i clock in i clock out and i just it shuts off which is like a weird weirdly psychotic thing to think um because like it's just a different space but what i noticed is people give way more of a shit in a good way and in a bad way because we've had time in this lockdown like people will be way more anal about stuff and fucking invest the whole time to tearing you down online because they've got nothing better to do yeah. they've got nothing better to do they're in lockdown they feel shit about themselves so are they going to make a whole thread about why i personally hate yasmin seaman because they're a bitch and i think Have you've that? faking being non-binary i've had that i had someone make a whole thread saying i think yasmin seaman has come out as um a way to get more followers which was really funny because it wasn't true <laughs> what? yeah people do it all the time and i've noticed like it got worse when lockdown hit because people have nothing better to do than tear me apart and there's just a group of there is a group of alternative people on twitter who are all white who hate me because i speak out about racism hey shout out um and they got so much worse in lockdown because they had the time to hate themselves and because they hate themselves they hate me it's really sad like i just want
1: people to go outside touch some grass and feel better about themselves do you know what when we were doing this episode, I thought this would be a quite a fun, um, nostalgia. <laughs> it's been so
0: fucking depressing! And it's been yeah, so it's depressing. Been miserable.
1: And I don't think I've heard... Even though, Yasmin, you were defending social for a little bit, um, um, I don't think I've heard us say one positive thing. I, I, th- I had one positive message about social media.
2: From, I've had none. I don't from think.
1: somebody who's... Um, it's actually a guy I used to work with he's a boomer and he said, yeah, it's a great way to connect with people and I really enjoy being on social. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I obviously, boomers must just have this different experience of social Mm. media maybe they're not as um maybe they don't take it as personally because i don't know they definitely Um,
0: don't take it as personally because they tweet like they don't take it personally and then they get fired from their jobs and they're like why did i get fired this is just social media it's like no it's our lives now but i will say i rag on social media a lot and i do defend it in a sense of like there's good parts about it and the good parts about it are really nice i've made like some of my best friends because we've both been online in online communities like in fandoms when I was a Dan and Phil fan when I was a Demi Lovato fan when I was 14 I made some of my best friends for life because of social media so that's one positive thing also it's just a space where you can raise more awareness and talk about stuff but mostly it's just I've just literally been scrolling for the last (laughs) what maybe five ten minutes
2: whilst you guys have been talking and I just can't find any positive
1: comment or so there's an interesting one here from riri who said i used to think it had positives with being social online if you suffer with anxiety or panic attacks or struggle with social interaction etc but now i feel it confuses you and gives you a comfort blanket instead of getting actual help i thought that was a Mm, really interesting, interesting an interesting take on it because um do you know what and i'm reading through yeah people's messages and
0: Most of them are negative, which is really upsetting. I think it gives a general consensus (laughs) that, like, there's good parts about it. Like, I'd say... I met my partner because of social, well, not met, but, like, I formed our relationship because of social media because I kept hitting mm. on him and being a creep in his Instagram messages. Um, being like, oh, my God, E, my boy, please fuck me. I love you. Like, please what? Is that what you said to him? Bro- oh, my God. I was like, you're so cute. You're, like, this cute E, my boy. Like, oh, my God, I love you so much. Like, I love your ears. I love your, like, flippy hair. Oh, my God, you love Ask Alexandria. I love Ask Alexandria. That's literally what I would say to him. I was a freak. I was, I'm Alex, way, I'm way too forward. Think-
1: if you were talking to a guy like that, do you not think they'd call you, um, she's fucking psycho, Weird. man? Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, no. That's, I get, I get, I get that all the time, just trying to ask someone how they are. And
1: it's because I'm above fucking five foot four. because I'm across small as...
0: but crazy.
1: But I just Why try. Why is that cute? Why is it Why? cute? And... Oh my God. Anyway. Um... But yeah,
0: I met my partner. Well, not met, but like I formed our relationship because of social media because we'd Snapchat all the time like every single day of every day and called each other and message each other and tweet each other and I formed that relationship and I'm so glad I had social media for that reason I can also connect with people in other fucking countries like I met you and Alex through social media I wouldn't have got this job I wouldn't be on the fucking podcast if it wasn't for social yeah. media. so this I is how positive guys you guys yep
1: yeah. and I also my boyfriend we wouldn't have got together if it wasn't for social media either he slid into my dms and started being a bit of a Really? Hey girl, Is what, that how it happened? I he wonder. Wasn't, he wasn't sleazy. I've just I've just known him for years and then he happened to be going through a breakup and so he thought he would just test his luck and see what was out there and he didn't think I'd reply. Really? I replied and I got him on lockdown. Whoa! You weren't expecting to that. Him. No way. Why did yeah, you I was, want... He he laughed at me cuz he said I'm so shit at flirting because <sighs> uh, he was like, "So you're going to be at, at Download Festival?" And I was like, Yeah, here's my number. (sighs) That's what I'm like, though. Is that where I'm going wrong? I was was there. I was just like, right, yeah, I'm going to be there. Here's my number. Text me and we'll hang out. And apparently (laughs) that's really blatant and you're not supposed to be that blatant. Oh my God, I'm
0: literally that blatant. I'll be like... You want to fuck? Let's fuck right now. Like, if... I was so much like that with Pat. You're supposed to
1: make him work a little bit harder. No. See, this is what I heard. You're meant to, yeah, apparently I'm just
0: too forward.
2: I'm like, yeah, let's go. Call. Here's my number. Let's do this. See you then. And then people are like, that's too forward. And I'm like...
0: Pat had my first kiss with me, right? He kissed me, and then I was like, oh, my God, that was a lot. So I said baby steps. So next week, I was smooching on his face, licking his face, like... (laughs) Right. like and then we da- we became official like that week like i just don't have any boundaries i'm a freak i'm a freak yeah I I lick- we learned that in the last mark.
1: episode yeah i
0: want to lick your face sophie one day you're gonna let me lick your face
1: Ugh, never yes yeah. um, yes so i will you chatting face, people up me. seems to be a bit of a bonus on social although i never really get chatted up i don't know if it's because now i've got to a you're point- in a relationship that's why no, I've never been chatted up on social. I think I must look like a right I'll go. The only messages I get are always in my like in my other box. Request. And I'll get I'll get some like Russian girl messaging me going, We could have sexy time. Um or I'll get some like some guy going, You are cute. No, they'll go, You're cute, but spell it Y O U R Cute. Oh, grandma. And and I'm just weird. like I'm like and, and no, it's an asshole move to reply, asterisk and spell it. <laughs> that's an asshole move. But the amount of times I've been so tempted to do that, cause I always, it's always someone really weird. Yeah, I just have weirdos. It's like you
2: single babes, B B Z question mark, and I'm like, we'll just delete that. I don't have any guys like, hey, you look cool and interesting. Want to hang out? It's like, do you want to bang? But they look like they've got at least five STDs, so I tend to avoid it. See, I don't
1: even get those. I get the guys who look like, who like got matching tracksuits on. They've got matching yeah. tracksuits on, slicked hair, Yasmin, and they're stood next to a Mercedes, and it's y- a Mercedes that you know isn't theirs. Yasmin's just DM'd me. You single babes, do you want to back? Yasmin. So if you don't check your DMs, because it's
0: sexual harassment at
1: this point. <laughs> here's here's a subject actually for both of you, because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen that. Come on. Do you guys leave your notifications on? No. No, I
0: made a hard rule of this. This is the one yeah, thing. So you... I don't have my Instagram notifications on. I don't have my TikTok notifications on. Wait, I don't have my Twitter notifications on. I didn't on. know you could turn
2: them off. I just oh muted God. people <laughs> that harassed
0: me. No, you can turn them off on your phone. Oh my. Like, you can turn the badge app on as well. So, like, it shows you whether there's, like, a notification on each yeah, app. Yeah, I right? have that. I, have I turn that. that off. I turn that off. Like, can you I just can't... turn this all off so I need to open the app to check it? of all- yes you can turn notifications off to crazy, crazy what the hell are you doing God,
1: guys i love this podcast i'm learning um so having a look through some more of the messages that came through um alid Reece Evans said oh alid from dreamstate <laughs> i love dreamstate um said definitely affects um people in a negative way But that changed when I turned off all notifications on all social platforms and stopped mindlessly scrolling on them. Uh, That's a good, good point. I think mindlessly scrolling. Do you know what? I'm just seeing more and more people. I'm seeing the same message. I thought it would be different with Gen Z and I thought that um, all your lot, Yasmin, would be defending it. But actually, I'm seeing this like unity. And I do think there should be more. There should be more unity between Millennials and Gen Zs, actually. I yeah. think it's ridiculous that Millennials and Gen Zs... Well, if you were picking
0: fights with me all the fucking time. But it's
1: really funny. It's it is funny. really funny. funny. I really like just... Funny. I'm from
0: Yorkshire. I like winding people up. You like winding me up because I'm small and I'm easy to wind up and I'm full of rage, Red Bull and depression. <laughs> we're just jealous of you because you just pull so many people. Well, I am because... I get like men who want to baby me and think that I'm 17 and are like, you're weird. so cute, weird. let me weird. date Very you because you're so young and I'm in my 30s. And I'm like, "That's no- I'm- I have a boyfriend, weird. but if you want to buy me a drink, just give me a £20 note and then I'll walk away. And that happens a lot. People used to just give me money when what? I went to clubs. I turned 18, right? And like, I thought this is normal. I didn't realise this isn't normal. I used to go to clubs and people would just give me their money and be like, buy yourself a drink and keep the
1: change. What? Where do you go? Can you send me that location? All the emo
0: nightclubs? Like, I turn and 18. And emo
1: nights? They haven't got money to just be handing what? out. What? They do. The little coked oh up God. guys in it's Birmingham. If
0: you live in Birmingham, you know. The coked up emo nights. They look, just give me
1: 40 quid. I'm going to be honest. It's because you look really young and I think they were grooming you. Oh, yeah. oh my God. So you were God yeah. Being groomed.
0: Yeah. I was freshly 18 and they were like, You look you were so groomed. young and so cute. And I'm like, Thank <laughs> you. You were being money. groomed. That's weird. <laughs> um,
1: is this therapy um, So It'd be cheaper yeah lots of people Laura says that she's glad she didn't grow up with social media and I think that's kind of been a consensus from our um, conversation Adam said a double edged sword it can be very positive but also has the capability of destroying a person's mental health I think mm-hmm. this is important because it was mental health awareness week um, the other week so I think it's important we're having this conversation now last year particularly volatile um with the conflict about equality politics the pandemic etc i myself had to take a break and filter what i was seeing i think there's a con- i think there's a consensus here that it's just not good then why no. do we all keep using it <laughs> why is it credit cocaine why do isn't, i just want to when i see it, twitter like ah oh. isn't it the same i guess as say alcohol
0: Oh, yeah, like, as someone Cigarettes. who is recovering yeah. from an addiction, me and Alex, <laughs> we, um, I realised that recently, like, I, I was replacing one addiction with another, and, like, I just went straight from doing drugs to being on social media all the time, and it's probably, like, a thing I should
1: discuss with myself one day. Not today, though. My mm. therapist still have to deal with that. <laughs> so, so one of the things that's, I guess, in conclusion, um, normally we have quite a laugh on this podcast, um, and I feel like this has been... Quite a serious quite a depressing episode right, i'm quite what miserable what the fuck is wrong with us <laughs> um, and i feel like it we're not led by we're led by the topic we're talking on and we were, let's just put this into context we've been able to joke about childhood trauma we've been able to joke about sexual abuse we've been able to joke about fisting yeah and yet social media we even joked about Marilyn Manson, and yet yeah. social media was the thing that sent us under. Social media was the thing that broke us. We all look exhausted, by the way. We, look we all look exhausted. Yeah, We've that's tired. just how we look, anyway, babes. <laughs> yeah. We we hate social media, um. And okay, so let's let's end it with how do you wind down? How do you um, separate yourself from social media? Alex has just learnt that turning <laughs> off notifications is a is an option. How do you? get away from social media what's your thing
0: I feel like I'm the biggie because I use it the most (laughs) and uh, I really like I had the most unhealthy relationship probably of all of us with social media because I grew up in the in the tumblr anorexia era which influenced me and then um, I grew up in the influence age that's all I knew and then that's become my job and it's really hard you get really sucked in every day someone's calling me an awful nasty bitch Um, because god every single reason in the book what I do is I like I put my phone in another room or I put it in like a drawer I turn it off completely um, or I turn off all my notifications anyway and I watch TV or I go for a bath and I don't take my phone in the room that I'm in so if I'm gonna eat I won't bring my phone with me my phone will stay upstairs I'll eat downstairs if I'm having a bath my phone doesn't come in the bathroom Um, and I'll make sure I don't have like Twitter or Instagram on my laptop And I'll just watch Netflix and that's like my way to unwind. Sometimes I'll read, but I don't have the capacity to read anymore because my brain is fried.
2: Mm. Interesting. I would say don't go somewhere or do something just for social media. You do not have to document every single second of your life and put it on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on TikTok. Don't go out with the intention that's why you're going because then you're living your life for social media. Go out because you want to have a good time. Put your phone away. Don't create moments. You know you don't have to record every single moment of your life. You need to be in the moment, like filming the whole gig, Yasmin. But we won't get into that. We won't get. shading me
0: in that whole whole statement. It's cool. It's cool. You can eat a meal without taking a picture
1: of it. Wow. You blowing. can drink a coffee No, because if it looks really taking good, a picture of it. I want to remember how fucking you good that food no, was Admit, it. It. Admit it. it You don't take a photo To remember how good it looks. You take a photo to show people how good it looked And well, no, there's a difference If I'm going somewhere new I want to remember it so I can show someone and be like
0: "Oh, I went to this place and it was really good Look, We should go back here The only time exactly. I take a of the food The only time I take a picture of the food is to remember it So I can show people <laughs> and be like we need to come back here Because it's fucking good this is fucking ridiculous.
1: I think I'm gonna get some t-shirts drawn up that are like save Gen Z. Oh, fuck off, yeah. Gen Z. Save in millennials. You got. No, like, you want to save us. You no, want to no, save I mean, us. I mean this as like a genuine, loving statement. Good because my God, you need to be saved. Right. Stop it. <laughs> Both of you. What I mean is, <laughs> I would. I genuinely think that you guys have grown up with social. You don't know what it's like to not have social. You don't know what it's like to constantly being aspiring to these people on social and this social life of likes and everything, which is addictive. And I honestly think that will fuck up Gen Z's mental health long term. And so when I say save Gen Z, I genuinely mean it. I think they should, someone needs to take apps off the phones and it should be something you can only do on your laptop. Yeah. Do you
0: remember when you could call people on a phone and it didn't involve social media? That was so fun. I remember, do you remember not when years. you called people. <laughs> I call and... people all the time. Excuse me, it's my fucking job. <laughs> yeah, I got, yeah, I but you do it for work. But yeah, well, it's work. Okay, not... yeah, I call my boyfriend all the time. We have like hour long. Boyfriends don't count. I call my friends. We do gossip. You, do you...
1: we talk about life? I only I only speak to my friends when we've pre arranged a phone call. I never just call yeah. out of the blue yeah
0: I'm oh no i'll ring my friends and be like what's up girl um oh my god you're in the toilet no way how is it like i, I don't
2: answer the phone if someone calls me and i'm same. not expecting it
0: no i do sometimes, you guys yeah. suck oh my god i'll call people for hours and talk to them but yeah. anyway
1: my words of wisdom are um a two-parter oh, because wow. one of my best friends is like 79 years old and she taught me the phrase compare and despair because nothing good ever comes from comparing yourself to others. Mm-hmm. So you've just got to live to your own limits. Um, and the second part is I love hanging out with her because there is no point in us hanging out where it's okay to get my phone out. There's no point. Like, if I'm with you guys, it's okay if I get my phone out and check my messages. When you're with a 79-year-old, it's just not cool. I need to make friends with old people. That's it. That's what do- we've all got to do. And so treat your friends like they're 79 and just have the respect to not get your phone out. I it's, there's nothing more sad than seeing a group of friends all sitting on the phone um, experiencing the evening with friends who aren't there. Just enjoy so the people who are in front out. of you.
0: I feel so called out in this episode. I feel what? attacked. Why? Why because I do all of this stuff? <laughs> yeah, but what Sophie
2: said made so much sense because you're not actually in the moment. No, I know. Anymore.
0: I like it's really bad. It's really bad.
1: Enjoy the moment of the people you're with in and, real like, life in yeah. real life because they're there and they're the people when you're in your hospital bed there's no likes on Instagram that are going to come and visit you so yeah. if you have people who are willing to sit there and be with you and be your friend then appreciate them when they're there
0: unless you live stream it
1: live streaming <sighs> my funeral
0: oh <laughs> my <laughs> god wow <laughs> I want my funeral to be live streamed I want there's it to no be hope. live
1: streamed all, all hope is gone ah <sighs> All hope is gone.
0: I love this. I love this episode. Woo! Okay. Uh right. Right. Anyway, if let's...
1: you want to follow us, it's at Wear Black Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And also you can send us an email because we are fancy. We have Ooh. a Gmail. Fancy Ooh. people have Gmails. It's like we're official or something. Whoa. We wear at what?
0: gmail.com.
1: That's the one. And I am at I am Sophie K on uh, Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> it feels weird plugging socials now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and at I am Sophie KX on TikTok. Oh, uh, at Yasmin Seaman
0: on Instagram and at Yasmin Seaman X on Twitter and TikTok. At
2: Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter. And Alex plays punk on TikTok, but don't
1: expect to see anything. But thank you for the follows that keep coming in. Thanks very much. Do you know what just popped into my head as well? So many people have said to me, you should start an Instagram account for Wilson. (laughs) And I take so many pictures of it. I had one for Frankie. Day. I posted more on hers than I did mine. Yeah. I have so many pictures of him that I take every day. But do you know why I would never start one? Is because I, I started thinking oh I don't know if he looks as cute in that picture oh I don't know if he's got tear stains in that one and I'm like <laughs> I am judging the most perfect yeah. little creature in the world and doing to him what I do to myself and that's yeah. why I don't post about I set dog. up little scenes for Frankie and everything like I've got her
2: glasses we have matching glasses matching outfits I was like I've just become one of those people like you know on yeah. dance mums I I was that with my dog
1: yeah I love and it. he's He's perfect just as he is, so I'm not going to start an Instagram account for him because I never want to go, that's not a perfect photo, because yeah. all of my photos of him are perfect.
0: That's how I feel about you. About me? Yeah. Ah, uh, no. hello. I'm in the room as well. Have you seen my pictures? <laughs> you, you both know, that this is how I feel about both of you. I think you're both you both hot in every photo. This is why I you. don't
1: post on socials, though, is because I just never... There's photos that I've posted recently that I took months ago that my boyfriend found on my phone, and he was like, Why haven't you posted that? And I was like, Because I thought I looked ugly. You look so like, fucking hot. You're I mean so hot You are a Milf. A milf. Let's not start that again. Let's
0: stop that. You're a filth. You're a filthy friend I'd like to fuck. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Bye. Oh.
1: <laughs> Bye. You were listening to On Wednesday's We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.